If you created an event that markets itself by saying a true challenge is when failure is the most likely outcome, that involves a 200-kilometre running race with a 16,000-metre vertical ascent that you have to navigate with just a map and a compass within a 60-hour time limit, well, do you think anyone would enter? Our next guest on Sunday Extra knows that the answer, amazingly, exhaustingly, is yes, because he is the co-creator of The Revenant, an ultra-adventure race run in the highlands of New Zealand's South Island. It started back in 2019, and since then, only four people have completed the course within the required time. The 2023 Revenant was last week, and this year, like last year, there was no winner in the sense that no one finished within the 60-hour limit. So why do they do it? And why did he invent it? Let's find out from Revenant co-creator and race director, former Ironman and ultra-marathon runner Scott Worthington. Welcome to Sunday Extra, Scott. Uh, good morning. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. Could you, could you tell us exactly what the Revenant is, what the course is like, and what does it require of its contestants? Okay, so the, the race, I think you did a pretty good um, summary of the format of the race. Um, so the, the name of the race, Revenant, um, is an ultra-adventure run. And those three words uh, are strung together because fundamentally the race encompasses those three key elements. Mm. So it's an adventure. Um, so adventure racing means that you have um, usually map and compass type of of route finding. So in this race, you do find your own way between the checkpoints. Um, it's a run, so there are plenty of runnable parts, and if you don't run them, you'll never get close to the 60 hours. And obviously, ultra means that um, it's pretty much any distance over 50 kilometres, um, and we're quite a bit over 50 kilometres. So <laughs> you have no, no, no trouble um, convincing me about the ultra, Scott, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's a combination of all those that make up the race. And, and how hard is it to find the, uh, the sort of the, the navigational points? It sounded to me almost something like, I mean, it's the opposite of an escape room. You've actually got to try and work out where the points are and do it all while you're running along. It sounds incredibly complex. Um, yeah, look, the, 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 to say that they're easy to find for the average person, they'd say, no, that's not true. But obviously you've got to be a competent um, navigator to, to enter the race. So you're traditionally using, um, uh, you know, land navigation with a topo map. Um, the checkpoints themselves, when you get there, they're not hidden so that when you get to the location, you then start, you know, a hide-and-seek exercise. So as long as your nav, nav um, is, is of a certain level um, and plotting your route between the checkpoints on the map that we give you, um, that's just traditional adventure racing skills. Um, so for people that have got those, they'll find it challenging in, in terms of selecting their route and, and obviously challenging in following their map and compass. But ultimately, um, it is a map and compass exercise as opposed to a sort of a hide-and-seek thing where we're trying to yeah. make it extremely difficult when you get there. You certainly put the exercise into exercise with your map and compass uh, routine. We're speaking with Scott Worthington, the co-creator of uh, New Zealand's ultra-adventure run, The Revenant. Uh, Scott, m my next question is a simple one. Why? <laughs> 
Um, why? It, it, I, th- I think the main reason is that um, I've done a lot of events and different things over the years, and, and um, I do a lot of solo stuff as well uh, that, that isn't race-based. It's just going out and, and doing stuff in the backcountry. And there is a group of people um, with a lot of the races now being sort of designed to encompass um, everybody or as wide an audience mm. as possible. Um, you know, you can't do that and still be on the, the razor edge in, in terms of skills. So um, this was really set up as a way to encourage those people that are at the pointy end of these different sort of sports to get themselves into an arena where they could exploit and and explore what they really have um, and the idea of it being so difficult that we really don't get many finishes, um, that's there so that those people, it's like sort of playing a game in a stadium where there's no sidelines. So you don't have to worry about those restrictions. You can truly go and flourish and um, experiment with the skills that you have. For those of us, and I think I'm one of them, who might not uh, push myself quite to the the limits required by uh, the Revenant, what could you tell us about what can be gained from putting yourself through such an extreme experience and uh, such a daunting challenge? I think the again, it really that that sort of um, leads off what I've just said about um, you know why we created the race. So all the people that come. In many instances, you'll hear them go to other events or other activities and, and either succeed quite quite easily mm. or, or succeed well within um, their, their limits. And they always come away saying, you know, what if, you know, what, what, could I really do this? What would happen if this happened? So, again, what they get out of it, most of them come away saying, wow, I didn't realise I could do this or I didn't realise I was weak there. Uh, I'll come back and and see what I can do to strengthen mm. that. So that's really what they're getting out of it. It's sort of the ultimate test. Uh, you can see the the appeal of that sort of challenge, but at the same time, as an organizer, a race organizer, I suppose it comes with um, some pretty serious uh, safety risks and concerns. What sort of contact do do race organizers have with participants, and how do you deal with um, emergency situations? Yeah, so safety is, is obviously paramount, and, and certainly these days, um, you know, with health and safety regulations around the world, it's it's certainly always the top of the checklist when you're, you're looking at organising anything. Um, but having said all that, um, you know, we are a, a, um, a group of people that are very big on self-responsibility. So, you know, you don't sign up to this event um, as a sort of test to see um, if you're ready to do the revenant, in other words, you you have to be pretty skilled. Yeah, do you, I mean, do you knock people back who you think aren't ready? Well, absolutely, and um, that's literally where our health and safety starts. So it starts in the entry submission uh, area. So um, they they put an entry in, um, and then I personally go and call every single potential competitor and have a chat with them, um, and that's the start of the health and safety. Um, because obviously we're not going to allow somebody that's learning their craft in an early stage um, to, to, to do the revenue. That, that they go and learn that somewhere else. How often so does that happen? Health and safety starts there. Uh, yeah, how many people um, have you had to knock I, back compared to how many comp- um, entrants you get? Way more than we allow in. We only yeah. allow 40. Right. 
Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's 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 one of those processes which obviously we fill very quickly. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, look, it's it's we get a lot of ultra marathoners, especially um, try and get in. Um, but if they don't have any backcountry experience, especially with unsupported uh, events, then they really need to start learning that in small steps and mm. not not sort of ramp up to a two hundred kilometre challenge. So the 2023 uh, Revenant uh, has has happened this year and uh, as with last year, no one completed within the uh, 60 hours. When was the last time that somebody did uh, finish within the time limit, Scott? So we've had four finishes and we had three three of those finishes in one year. Wow. Uh, it was the perfect year um, and I've always said, you know, the stars have got to align in many in, in, on many th- factors for, for someone to finish. So we had three, um, and that was in 2020. And then we had a single um, individual, uh, Ian Evans, finish the following year. Um, that was his third attempt. And that's sort of the, the, sort of the, the, the way that the race works. You don't do it first time. You, 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 you come and you learn. Uh, mm. You learn where the checkpoints are. You learn all the other skills. And, and slowly you make your way towards the goal. So, um, yeah, a couple of years ago we had the three and then followed the one and then we've had two zeros since then. It's an amazing achievement if you uh, can complete the Revenant within the time. Uh, what do you get if you win? Um, you get a shot of whiskey. Um, <laughs> that's, that's it. So, um, the, the so you're not competing was... for the prize money, that's for sure. Definitely not. Um, and that's, I think, the flavour of the race. It's yeah. back to basics. Um, you're there because you want to be there. You're not there because you're enticed by a spot prize or, or, or a check of money or whatever. Um, and that, that's reflected in the, in the um, it's a gold mining historical area. And that's why we have no watches. That's why it's map and compass only. It's reflecting these gentlemen that came from all over the world to, to mine the gold here. And that's how they lived up there for months and months on end. So all we're doing is doing what was done by everybody 100 years ago. Pretty amazing stuff. You said gentlemen there. Uh, is it 100% male entrance? No, I was referring... Oh, I know, yeah, the, the, gold, the gold, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just interested in what the demographics of your, uh, your, your participants yeah. are. Yeah, no, look, we get a wide mix. Um, you know, we, we, we have a good female contingent. Um, we have a good international contingent, obviously, the... Um, the COVID, you know, put the spanner in the works for, for two years, but the internationals are back. So, look, it's a, it's a wide demographic, both in gender, in age, uh, and nationality, and definitely in the sporting background. So, you know, we have any we have quite a, a strong military component, um, but we have uh, sheep musterers, farmers, um, elite elite athletes in Ironman and, and, and ultra running. I mean, it really is um, quite a, an eclectic um, group of people in terms of their skills, age and gender. I bet. We've only got a, a few seconds left, Scott. You mentioned what happens if you win. Um, uh, do participants who don't manage to complete the course within the 60 hours, do they get anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not, not at all. Um, do they get a number, though? I, I read in the first year that they might get a number to say they competed. Is that right? Yeah, look, the, the race number that you get um, is yours for life. Um, so once once you get an entry and you get a number, whatever it is, that's yours for life, um, and we retire that number. 
Um, a, because we think it's a, a pretty big deal that you've come Absolutely. along to give us a crack. Um, and secondly, a lot of those people do come back and they may not come back, you know, immediately. Some of them come back the following year or, you know, getting people now talking and saying, well, I haven't done it for a couple of years. I think we'll try and get in on, in 24. So, um, yeah, the, the, the number thing really is more of a respect thing that if you're going to put your hand up to do something like this, I, I think you, uh, you deserve that respect. Absolutely. You deserve a number, but nothing else. <laughs> Scott, it's, no, been, nothing else. <laughs> it's been fascinating hearing about uh, The Revenant. Thank you very much for joining us on Sunday Extra today. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's Scott Worthington, uh, co-creator and race director of The Revenant, which takes place every year in January in the South Island of New Zealand. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.